I hate Pete Moss. Welcome to the Microgreens Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Marsh, and I'm on a mission to help you, teach you, and motivate you to grow flavorful and nutritious microgreens in your home. Each Microgreens Podcast is meant to supplement content published on homemicrogreens.com, but in reality, the show is more about sharing with you the joys of growing your own food. Not only is it more nutritious, but seeing those plants grow will lift your spirits, bring a smile to your face, and give you a positive outlook on life. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number three of the Microgreens Podcast. Today we're going to talk about why I hate peat moss. That's right, I do not like to use peat moss when I grow microgreens. I've had nothing but problems with it. I know tens and thousands of people use peat moss-based mixes to grow their microgreens every single day, but really I've had nothing but problems. I do use a coconut coconut core base and I really love to use it. And whenever I've had to use peat moss-based mixes, I've, I've just had mold, fungus issues, I've had bad growth, I've had poor growth, I've had yellow growth, I've really had all kinds of issues. Now I'm not talking about using pure peat moss here. I don't use pure coca cola either. It's a peat moss base mix that has lots of other additives in it because both peat moss and coconut core are for all intensive purposes nutritionally inert. They just really have nothing in it that the plants need to grow. Um, it is a good base though. It does hold a lot of water just like cocoa core and that is one of the main problems and we're going to get to that a little bit later. Now I know there's lots of other environmental issues, social, social political issues, the whole sustainability renewable issue and we're going to set all those aside. I'll talk about those some other day but let's first just just assume that everything is equal here and we're going to talk about the differences between using peat moss base mix and cocoa core base mix in growing microgreens. If you're new to microgreens and not quite sure what coconut core is or what coconut core based soils are or peat moss based soils, go to homemicrogreens.com forward slash zero zero three. That'll take you to the show notes and there'll be several articles linked in the show notes that will explain everything about those. So let's talk about why I hate peat moss, especially for the home grower. It has to do with water. And yes, peat moss holds a lot of water. So doesn't coconut core. They're both really good at retaining moisture. In fact, I think peat moss is almost too good at retaining moisture. It does too good of a job. But really the main problem I have is in the beginning when it's dry. It's really hard to wet peat moss. You can spray water on, on it and it just will not soak in. It stays right on top. The video in the article shows this process where I take a spray bottle and I spray water across a tray of uh, peat moss and then I also do the same thing with coconut core and you're going to see quite a difference. In the video with the peat moss the water just ponds on top of it. It takes a long time to soak in and then when it does soak in and you put your finger into the mix and move it you just get a muddy mess and literally an eighth of an inch below the surface the, the peat moss is still dry. So imagine trying to sprinkle your seeds onto this muddy mess and say that you didn't get them spread very evenly across the tray. Now you got to use your finger to space these seeds out. It's going to be really hard when it's muddy like that. If you watch the video towards the end, I, I wet down a tray of coconut core. The water immediately starts to go in. As a matter of fact, it takes, I don't know, 20 or 30 seconds before you even see the surface get really glistening moist. 
and then immediately I put my finger into the coconut core base and it is moist all the way down through. Not wet, just moist. The moisture runs right down through it. I think a lot of it has to do with the structure of the peat moss and the structure of the cocoa core. Peat moss, if you look at it under the microscope, is sort of ferny, mossy. It has a lot of uh, uh, tiny places that can hold and, and, and hold water, while coconut core is long and stringy. So the water will run down along those um, strands of cocoa core and it just drains out much easier. So that's one of the problems right off the bat is, is just wetting the soil. In fact, it's a real big problem because the trigger for doing this podcast and this article was a future article that I'm doing with a popular brand of soil mix. It's peat moss based. And I swear I was there 20 or 30 minutes waiting for this peat moss to uh, wet so that I could seed it to see how well it would grow microgreens. And if it was if it wasn't a major brand, I would have just said, forget it, I'm not even doing it. But since it is a major brand, and it's probably in a lot of your, uh, at least your upper end garden stores, I want to just show people that this is probably a product that you shouldn't use to grow microgreens at home. It's just, it just takes too long. And that's the main thing. It comes down to time. When I'm planting microgreens, I want to plant them and get them done. I don't want to stand there and wait for the water to soak in. Yeah, if I have to stand there 30 or 40 seconds, no big deal. But when it's a couple minutes to wait for the water to get down into the tray as far as I need it to, or for the mud, the water that's in the top surface, not to make it muddy, um, it's just too long. You know, not only if I'm doing 10 trays, but even one tray, I just don't want to take the time to do that. It's just a, it's just a big headache when you can buy a coconut core mix and it's just plantable right immediately, right away. Coconut core is the way to go as far as that's concerned. If you want to save time, coconut core is going to do it for you. But think about this in the reverse, right? It takes, it's so hard to wet peat moss when it's dry. So imagine when we're bottom watering, it's going to take forever for that water to be absorbed up from the bottom. Now, yes, if you get it wet, water does run through peat moss fairly good. It, it will drain and it will um, soak the water up from the bottom. But what happens if you forget a watering or it does get too dry on you? It's going to be hard like concrete. It's going to be really hard to wet that soil surface. And it's going to be really hard to save that tray of microgreens. Again, this is why I like coconut core. It's just more forgiving than peat moss is. I understand peat moss can be a lot cheaper. It's a lot more readily available. But sometimes you just have to spend a little bit more to get better results. And I think this is the case with coconut core. Another reason I don't like the peat moss is that it does retain a lot more water. Now, if you look at the research, it shows that coconut core and peat moss both absorb between 8 and 10 times its weight in water. I don't know which one's heavier or which one holds more water. I don't even know what the experts mean by that. Do they mean that by holding water, it's actually the strand or the peat moss organic particles itself absorbing the water, or whether it's the whole thing, including the air spaces and the spaces between the fibers that are holding the water? Because this is another problem with peat moss. The spaces between the peat moss, it's, it's much more fine than cocoa core and holds a lot more water. So things can get over soggy, over wet. Also, that takes out air. It leaves no space for air for the plants to grow. Coconut core has longer strands. The water seems to follow those strands down, drains out the bottom, out the bottom easier than peat moss does, but still holds enough water for those microgreens to grow. And this is especially important when you're bottom watering. You really need that substrate or that media that's in that tray to take that water up 
and into the into the mix so that your plants get even even watering throughout not just at the bottom at the holes where the, the leader roots are let me summarize my thoughts here here are the reasons that i dislike or hate using peat moss to grow microgreens one it's really hard to wet it just takes too much time for the water to be absorbed into the soil um, so that soil is the right consistency to plant seeds on it. Number two, they, it does have a tendency to hold too much water. When a soil holds too much water, all kinds of problems can happen. One, during the blackout period, it's real, really more susceptible to fungus and mold issues. Two, lack of oxygen in the root zone for the plants to grow well. So those are the main problems with a soil median holding too much water. Peat moss has very fine, small pore spaces, and water seems to stay trapped in those, and it doesn't escape well enough to allow the oxygen exchange. While cocoa core has longer strands, the water seems to follow these strands down and out of the tray, allowing oxygen to go into the soil. That's, one of the, that's another reason why I really like cocoa core based soil mixes. The third problem is bottom watering. If it takes a long time for that water, with the help of gravity, to get down through a tray of peat moss, imagine how hard it's got to work to be absorbed up from the bottom. And if that peat moss gets dry, we have to go through that whole process again of wetting it so it can absorb water. So if, you're, if you miss a watering and your tray gets dry, it's going to be really hard to get that tray wet again. In my trial test, peat moss is right there, number two behind cocoa core as far as growing microgreens. But in my experience, both as a home grower growing in small trays and as a commercial grower growing in 10, 20 trays, peat moss just doesn't grow the microgreens as fast to maturity. They, they start out great. They start out like gangbusters. They grow really well, and then they seem to stall. I don't know what the reason is. Maybe it's just my method that I'm using. I mean, obviously, a lot of people are using peat moss, although I think it's more for the cost savings than it is um, anything else. But in my experience, and I've grown peat moss along with cocoa core trays, the cocoa core just keeps on growing. And at the end of the period of time, however long it is, 10, 12, 13, 14 days, the microgreens that are grown in the cocoa core um, are a lot taller, a lot more dense, and the leaves are a lot bigger. So those are the reasons that um, I really dislike using peat moss. It's just a time issue. It just takes so long to wet. There's always that chance of overwatering. It seems to be harder to bottom water and the plants just don't seem to reach maturity as fast as it does with other types of soil medias like cocoa core. I understand that very few box stores or even uh, larger garden centers carry uh, coconut core based mixes, especially in small bags. Don't forget the home microgreen store does carry our professional grade mix. It's the same one I use here. It works really well. You know, premium soils and garden centers aren't inexpensive themselves. So just take a look at it. Um, again, I carry a full selection of seeds in the home microgreen store as well. I just don't want you to take the easy route out and pick out a peat moss based mix when you could just do a little bit more research and find some cocoa core mixes that um, will grow your microgreens a lot easier and better than your peat moss based mixes. I just want you to grow the best microgreens possible. Well, that's all I have for the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, leave a comment down below. 
or you can reach me at Todd at homemicrogreens.com and I'll answer you as soon as I can. And I really appreciate the time that you took to listen to the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Microgreens podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. It really helps out the podcast. As always, stop by homemicrogreens.com and say hello. Now before the next show, plant your next tray of micros. Let's keep growing.